And sometimes what I want to do, I Give never me do this. Six and a half size rings, <laughs> let me put on my finger. I never do this to people because I know most people mean well. Lil actually helped me with that. Like, assume most people mean well. Some people don't. But I never do this to people. But I wanted to just be like, why don't you shut up? Yeah. Because I wanted to give my wife this ring. I got it. I gave it to her. Mind your business. Yeah. Look here, Kathy Ray. <laughs> what I can tell you is I don't care about you, what you think on the gram. You dumb. You ugly. You sound like a broke boy. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that. Okay? Because I don't want you to mischaracterize what my I, words. Yes. But you think it's okay? For to me to give my wife nothing so you can have nothing, happy. I'm going to stunt on the ground. And you can stay at home and be broke. And here's her ring, and it costs more than your life. <laughs> You're silly. That's what I wanted to say. But I would never say that to people because it's mean. But I, I too, get upset. Yes. And it does get to me. And for the rest of my career, it will never not get to me. Like, I don't let most of the things get to me. But I'm human. What's up, y'all? Welcome to the Love Hour podcast. We are adding video to this, so thank you if you're listening on iTunes, SoundCloud, or watching on YouTube or Facebook, and you should be at work, but you have this playing button in a background tab. Are we playing to the camera? No, we don't have to. Um, we are here waiting for our son's two-and-a-half-hour soccer practice, his second practice of the day, and... We feel like this is a better use of our time than just doing nothing. So, I'm Kev on stage. This is my lovely wife. Miss Kev on stage. You gotta speak up, girl. Miss Kev on stage. They're gonna say that in every comment. Miss Kev on stage. Now you won't be funny. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, we wanna talk about Ringgate. <laughs> Actually, not even that big of a deal. It's really not. But what happened was. Today, I'm calmer, too. I'm calmer today, too. I'm glad we waited a day. My wife of 13 years... Finally got upgraded. Finally got upgraded. I bought her... But actually, you should give the backstory, and that is I lost my ring. Let's talk about that first. Yes. Let's talk about that. We'll go in order. Since the podcast, we have more time. We were going to address this in, in our anger, but we didn't. My wife lost her wedding ring. And my Tiffany's ring. And a Tiffany's ring that was a gift from someone... And first it was like, oh, I took my rings off so I could cook. And I'll find it. Usually she misplaces her stuff. I always get on her because... I never misplace my rings, though. I, I, I always... I have this rule so I don't lose things. I put everything back in the same spot every single time. I have a little drawer in my... But so do I. And how'd you lose your ring if you do That's that? That's what the question is. Because you don't do that. No, I you always... Lose, and you always lose your car keys. You never know where your phone is. Okay, I, I never know where my and phone your is. And ring I is don't just always the... lose my car keys. That's first of all. You don't... No. And second of all, I always put my rings... Anytime I cook, I put my rings back in my jewelry drawer. Every single time. And part of the thing is, I think I did put it there. That's why I'm so confused as to why they're not there. Because I wouldn't have put them anywhere else. You're saying a lot of things, but you don't always put them back in the same spot. No, I, I admit I my phone. I found your rings in three different spots after you cook. 
I found them on the counter. I found them on the little glass thing that's by your room. I found them in your room. I found them on top of the um, dresser. I found them on top of my dresser. I've seen them in a lot of different places. No, I don't your think keys, your phone I've seen, and keys, your phone. I, keys, phone, actually, keys, phone, I'll give it to you. Anyway. Ring, I disagree. I'm going to disagree. Be that as it may, you lost your ring. No, I don't disagree. The so, fact remains, it's hot. I've told you a million times to take the hoodie off. But you didn't. And you turned the air off. No, you turned the car off. I'll turn the car back on. Y'all just gonna have to deal with this noise. Okay, now the car is on, so forgive the sound. Melissa has a hoodie on and says she's hot. And she also does that at home. She puts eight blankets on and then says she's hot. Says turn the fan why, on. Why are we talking instead about... Instead of turning the... Taking all the blankets off. Just want to put that... talking about the ring or not? I just don't know why you are wouldn't take your... I just don't know why you wouldn't no. take your hoodie off. Just want to wait talking about... Because it's a lot of work. I have this hair. I have lashes on. I have lipstick on. It's just going to be a mess. Makes sense. She lost her wedding ring. Before she lost her wedding ring, I'd say for the last three years... Longer than that. Three to five... Yeah, that's she's been dropping I need a new ring hints I have a little hits. theory that she knows exactly where her old ring is or lost it on purpose to force my hand she'll never admit to it I didn't do that though I have still a theory <laughs> you lost your rings on purpose to force my yeah, hand yeah but I didn't even get a Tiffany's ring I'm wearing a little fake stupid Claire's ring so anyway last three to five years she started with subtle hints over the last two years it was like I need a new ring Kevin, I need a new ring. And Kevin. I just wanted a new ring. I need a new ring. Kevin, I need a new ring. So it had been in my mind to buy her a new ring. So... At we, what point? Well, I don't know. Mm, okay. I didn't have a particular time. <laughs> it was going to be bought. Actually, probably was going to buy it for her anniversary this next year. Yeah. That was my plan. But anyway, she lost her ring. And then, it's funny because... You turned, you lost your ring to I don't care about you that day. No. Yes. What I was saying was that I've been walking around here for the last month, month and a half with no finger, no ring on my finger. And I didn't want to be naked finger and you didn't care that I was walking around with no how did How did you using your, losing your Reddit wedding ring become I don't care about it? You lost it. You lost yours. No, no, I know that. I'm going to talk about that. I'm not hiding it. You lost your wedding ring. When I lost my ring, I didn't do nothing but be like, I'm sorry. I don't know what happened. It fell off. I never been like, I lost my ring. You don't care about me. You no. got me out well, here first, naked and okay. ringless. Okay, so time out. Let's go back because you're you're jumping. You brought I, up my ring and I was going to bring that up. Okay. But you no, you no, said no. like I wasn't going to bring it up. Number one, when I lost my ring, how long after did I have the conversation with you about my being ringless? a week or so that is not true i just had this conversation with you like a week ago and i said about a week ago no you said about after i lost ago. my ring it, it was a week later but my ring has been missing for about five weeks so how long was it after four weeks a month and i was like so you're just okay with me being out here with no ring like i'm confused. so did you feel like because you lost your ring that i wasn't rushing to buy you a new one that that was the point it was like i don't have nothing on my finger and you don't care so what were you feeling like i didn't care that you didn't have a ring i was trying to rush you to get me a new ring and apparently i wasn't moving fast enough exactly 
The only reason I'm not that mad at her is because I had planned on buying her a new ring and I lost my wedding ring early in our marriage. So I really I've never lost. I've had three rings and I've never lost one. And then you lost two in one day. You didn't buy me the other ring. I didn't and say that's that. not I my wedding ring. You lost it. That wasn't the point was that you lost it. Wait, so what are you trying to say? I'm just saying you never that lost lo it. But it was one occurrence. <laughs> it's one occurrence. So So anyway, she lost the ring. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get you a new ring. No, Actually, I was like, when are you in town? We should do it this Saturday. No, you because you didn't know when I was going to go. I said, I said, let's go. You had no idea I was going that day, yesterday. No, I didn't know it was yesterday. But earlier in the week, I was like, what day are you in town? We should do it on Saturday. And then I just forgot. And then I was like, oh, we're going. So anyway. You don't like to give me no credit. I, what give you credit for what? I don't know in this circumstance. <laughs> <laughs> so we go. The funny thing about it is I have been saving money for a long time for this. Okay, a long time. I post a picture to, you know, on the gram. Actually, let me go back to when I gave it to you and I made you cry. Oh, I know. I made and you cry. And I made the sales lady cry. She was crying for a different reason because she was going to get a commission. That was going to change her <laughs> life right before criminal. No. Yes. <laughs> I know that had a part to do with this. She playing the role. I get it. I had this great speech. I won't. I don't. I don't know if I want to share it word for word because it was so eloquent. Oh my goodness! But it was impromptu and sweet. It was um, impromptu and sweet, and I had her crying, sales lady crying, and I'm like, "Yeah, girl, yeah." I gave it to her. I took a picture of it while we were waiting, and got home that night. Posted a picture on the gram, and the caption was, um, "You know, it's been 13 years, and I finally give you got a chance to." give you a ring that's reflective of the way I feel about you, right? Something along those lines. And here's the thing, 99.9% .9 of the people either just liked the post or said something congratulatory. Mm -hmm. The few that did it really caught my and my wife's attention. The first thing, and I'm, I'm going to leave people's names off. That's a good idea. I'm going to leave people's names off and spare them the onslaught. Uh, well, there's a couple comments. One in particular was this guy on Instagram was like, oh, them Indiegogos and them custom shout out videos really paid off. LOL. <laughs> Crying emoji. I'm so funny. Uh, uh. <laughs> Here's the thing. First of all, I get I'm a social media person with a lot of followers. I get when you post something on social media, you can't expect everybody to agree with you and all that stuff. Trust me, that's not lost on me. But sometimes people say stuff that be so off base. And that, that's what and that it infuriates. It infuriates us. And I'm a human as well. People just be like, just ignore, just ignore. You got to understand, I have to ignore comments like this every single day on every single platform. Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. Somebody saying I'm not funny. I'm weak, I'm ugly, I'm fat. Like every video mm -hmm. for the last six years, mm -hmm. I have to ignore these comments. And most people don't have to deal with that yeah. every day. Like we were talking about on another video, 
that's actually a good point. Yeah, most people, their social media is just their friends and family. Mm -hmm. There's hardly anybody hating on them on a daily basis. There's no reason to, really. Yeah. But for me, I, you know, I put myself out there. I'm a comedian, personality, whatever. I have to deal with this every single day. And I have it on ADD's page, too. Mm -hmm. I got to deal with it from when I'm on videos on ADD. And I have pretty thick skin, but it's not impervious. Yeah. Okay? So the one thing that I didn't... Like, I don't mind people trying to roast, trying to be funny. But I don't like the assumption that I'm raising an Indiegogo and I'm using this money for the ring. First of all, the Indiegogo... Let's start with one. ...is a pre-order. It's not a traditional crowdfunding thing. It is a pre-order... Because my fans on Periscope, I was talking to them about the documentary, and they were, and I was like, you know, I was thinking about doing this because I've seen people do it. They pre-order a book or pre-order my project, and it helps them finance it and do whatever. So I was like, I want to do this documentary, but I can't. I'm already paying for the whole tour. Self-funding. Self-funding the whole tour. No promoter. I want to make the documentary. I told my people on Periscope, hey, what do you think about, you know, I'm thinking about pre-ordering. Just, you know, people want to pre-order the documentary, you know, for $5.00. They'll get it two months ahead of time and, you know, and and I can use that money to basically pay the guy to make it and travel him around. And then I was not going to do it. I was like, I don't really want to do that because I don't want people thinking I'm begging and all that stuff. My wife was like, let's just go out to sponsors. And then we realized, like, I need to start filming the documentary now. Mm -hmm. And most corporate sponsors won't. They can't turn a check around quickly. Right. And they've almost all shut down for the end of the year. So that wasn't going to be feasible. So I'm willing to pay for the documentary majority of it, but I can't finance the whole thing by myself because it's just another additional cost. But I wanted to do it. So anyway, I said that on Periscope and then people were like, I talked to my wife about it. She was, you know, we, we had our conversation. Then I was like, never mind. I really don't want to do it. I don't, you know, I just don't want to deal with the, not backlash, but I don't want to deal with anybody thinking. The comments. The comments. That's really what it is. So I wasn't going to do it. I told them about it and then I stopped. Then every video I did on Periscope, they were like, Kev, where's the link? Mm -hmm. I want to donate. I want to make this documentary happen. I want to give. I was only going to do $5. And people were like, no, can we give more? Can you set up that we can give more? Yeah. So I was like, fine. I don't, I don't want to, if people want to support, I don't want to, you know, turn them away. And I could use it and I could, you know, help make the documentary. Sure. So I did the Indiegogo campaign, right? But Indiegogo, if you don't know, like most crowdfunding things, you don't get the money until the end of the campaign. The right. campaign doesn't end until January 26th. How on earth <laughs> could I use money that I don't even have yet to buy my wife's ring? How? How could I? Like, just think about it, right? I, I can't even physically do it, Right. number one. And number two... And, and I get that people don't know that, but that's why it bothers me. Because it's so off base. It's so off base. I've been planning on getting this ring and putting money away for years. And since I didn't put that in the caption, people assume, yeah. oh, you just, you doing this and that. And, what, and, what. and I get most people don't think like that. But the few, it always, like, bothers me. And I ignore most, but I couldn't ignore that comment. Yeah. Just the Indiegogo campaign. I don't care about the custom video. And here's the other thing. And I don't know if a lot of people know this, but I, I want to remind people. I have a full-time job. Wait, wait, wait. Before you go there, number two, before you even go to that, and actually, I'm going to make sure I'm going to help you with that one, too. But number two, the other thing is there's, what, $1,500, $2,000 in the Indiegogo? Almost three, three, a little over $3,000. No, no, no. At the time. Oh, yeah. At the time, it was like Maybe two, two. It might be. Might have been three. Okay. At top. Oh, three. Okay. Might have been three. I didn't know you were approaching three. Okay, so three thousand dollars. That ring. 
it wasn't three hundred. <laughs> one three thousand. Wasn't thirty five hundred. A little bit more. So that's a little bit that, more. So you can leave that alone. That's just number one. I don't have the money. Number two, it ain't enough. <laughs> okay. And number three, the thought that. I would even do that really I know and actually that's the other thing that th I don't like is the the question of integrity that's what it is that really bothers yeah. me the question of integrity because this other person on Facebook this girl had an even more incendiary comment no lol yeah she was like you out here living ghetto fabulous you begging for money on an Indiegogo to buy your wife a ring that's a bad look <laughs> and she apologized later but it's never, it's ignorant. And number two, there is nothing that we've ever done. When have I ghetto. ever begged? Number one, I've asked. And here's the thing that people don't understand. Okay. Me and my wife listen to this podcast called How I Built This a lot on NPR. If you're an entrepreneur wannabe, it's a great to podcast to listen to. Everyone who ever in the history of the world who started a business has had to ask for someone to invest into it. Everyone. Yeah. They either ask That's true. their family. That's true. They take a loan out or they ask investors. For, uh, yep. They all have to ask for money because I don't have a rich family. Right. Melissa does not have a rich family from Do which not. to draw. I would love to just call my dad and be like, Dad, I want to make a documentary. Can I have $15,000? Which is very low. Mm -hmm. Like this documentary is the most basic of budgets one guy with a camera with a sound thing on top of it paying one guy to shoot yeah i mean there's it could easily cost a hundred grand to mm -hmm. do it right mm -hmm. two cameras renting a sound man yeah. all that stuff right i'm doing the barest of bones but i want to pay this kid because he i, I just don't believe in you yeah. know not paying people and he has to travel to yeah. 40 different cities to do this but everyone in the history of the world has asked for money and I have people who support me, have always supported me, who want to donate. And they're not even donating, really. I mean, the people who are giving above are donating, sure. but they're purchasing something, something ahead of time, right. which is the only way I can do stuff, right. right? So the fact that I'm begging, like, that has never been nothing. And here's the thing. My content is free. Right. And that's what, okay, so then go, okay, go back to the other part. <laughs> and that is... You work a full-time job. Okay. Full-time okay. job. I think what people, and this is actually really important, and I think it, it's something that should be said. Um, number one, I work a full-time job. Full-time job. Full-time job, and I am not a 30, no disrespect, no disrespect to anyone, because everyone has to start with somewhere. But in the job that I am, and as long as I've been working, I am not making $30,000 a year. Stunt on the ground. No, that's not stunning. Stunt that, on the ground. No, 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 that's not stunning. Stunt on the ground. No, no, no. I want people. <laughs> I just want people to know and understand because I remember also when the boys were doing stuff and people oh used to make stuff about like gosh. we were living off the boys as if we weren't making a full time. Like we don't work full time. Oh. Like we're college educated <laughs> people. Uh, we have always been really fiscally responsible, but also we've always had decent jobs where we've been able to maintain. A lifestyle not lavish not lavish but we've been able to maintain a lifestyle but we that, do okay but we do okay that's what i'm trying to say we do okay and we so, have a home well okay so we i work a full-time job kevin works a full-time job uh youtube income income stand-up comedy which he does every single weekend basically 52 weeks a year 
uh, income. Yeah. He did a tour. Let's not forget just this summer, the Like Share Tag Tour. He has a shirt line. He has a the shoutouts thing that you do. At you brand also deals. do brand deals. NBC, like, uh, AT&T. There's a lot of different streams of income that allows that he's working for. Is that right. what I'm trying to say? Yes. I'm just, I'm trying to make it plain to the people that question what we do. I want you to understand that, number one, and I've said this at work, and I've said this publicly, and I will say it again on this. You, Kevin, my husband, is quite literally one of the hardest working people that I know. Yes. Literally. Yes, he is. I concur. 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 I concur. Wholeheartedly. You're, like, literally, you really are. And it pays off, and it shows because you are able, like, when we met, going back because some people also had questions about the video that you did like you still know and I thought the ring didn't matter um my first ring $99 legit $99. and I was happy I just put it back on my finger like honestly I love this ring I don't yeah. even that $99 like it was a little cute ring and I was happy with it no problem <laughs> right second ring was probably actually it was probably $3,000 yeah uh yeah when I would we say first got married. yeah the one we first got married was probably around $3,000 that's the ring I lost I would still be wearing it today had I not lost it um and so I don't think it's a matter of like selling out or anything like that. I think it's just a matter of at this point in our lives where we are uh, and the fact that I lost my ring. Coupled with the fact that I lost my ring. It, hold on, because you're wiping foundation well, off. you had something on your face. Okay, but yeah. you got to like, don't I'm sorry, wipe. I'm sorry. Um, now you made me lose my train of thought. The, the point is that we work. The point is that we work. We work We've always worked hard. And at the time when we were making $30,000, actually the time when we were college students, a $99 ring was sufficient. When we were making, we were both making probably $30,000, $35,000 a year straight no, no. out when of college. I, when I bought that ring, yeah. we didn't even have those jobs. Remember we were, oh, we were still in college. college. We were still in college. I was working at the daycare. That's true. And you were working at the bank. You're working at Armed Forces Bank. Yeah, actually, we weren't making So, no all money. I really had, and we were broke college students, yeah. no rich family. So, all I had was $100. When we got the $30,000 job, actually, no. And that and your ring, your, before when we got married, you financed that, right? I financed it. Yeah, you did. Because I didn't have $3,000. Yeah. So, I paid it off. You know, at 24 months, no interest. Yeah, whatever. 36 was. months, no, whatever, whatever the case was. was. So, anyway, but at this stage in our life, I, I could do a little bit more, right. right? And I think that's the point. So the 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 question of integrity, both in joking and, and in serious, really frustrated me. And then there was the, and this is just what you have to deal with on social media. Like if I don't want to deal with it, obviously you can just not post about it. I get that. I do. Yeah. Then there's the, <laughs> the part that's just as like, you, you put people, your, your stuff on social media and people have their opinion. And sometimes you realize, you know what? I just wish it was my friends and family yeah. again. Like maybe I should have just put, I don't actually have any social media platforms that are just my friends and family anymore, mm -hmm. even my personal Facebook. Because somebody was like, maybe I'm in the minority here, but a ring sh shouldn't reflect how you feel about somebody. Mm -hmm. It don't matter. <laughs> I didn't give the ring to you. Yeah. I wanted my wife to know how I felt about her and one of my gifts was this ring. Yeah. I don't care what you think. Yeah. I don't care. This is what I want to do. And I think Shut you, up. Shut up. Yeah, but the other thing I think is really important to to recognize is anyone listening to this podcast, if you had the progression of events that I've had, which is a $99 ring, a $3,000 ring and then this undisclosed ring, amount. Undisclosed amount ring. 
there is number one it's just an opportunity to reflect over your life and be like oh my gosh we've come a mighty we've come this um, and then ask yourself would you be like no yeah right i don't want that ring <laughs> Give me, you're in a position to, you have the savings, you, you have want the money, to, you, you saved the, for it. This is not an irresponsible decision. And you would just be like, no. How dare you? I don't need that. I could ring. never. It's for you to show me what you mean to me. I, that's not, no, it's not a requirement, but I mean, child. And sometimes what I want to do, I never do this. Give me the this. six and a half size rings, <laughs> let me put on my finger. I never do this to people because I know most people mean well. Lil actually helped me with that. Like, assume most people mean well. Some people don't. But I never do this to people. But I wanted to just be like, why don't you shut up? Yeah. Because I wanted to give my wife this ring. I got it. I gave it to her. Mind your business. Yeah. Look here, Kathy Ray. <laughs> what I can tell you is I don't care about you, what you think on the gram. You dumb. You ugly. You sound like a broke boy. <laughs> now, I'm not going to say that. Okay? Because I don't want you to mischaracterize what my I, words. Yes. But you think it's okay? For me to give my wife nothing so you can have be nothing, happy. I'm going to stunt on the ground. And you can stay at home and be broke. And here's her ring, and it costs more than your life. <laughs> You're silly. That's what I wanted to say. But I would never say that to people because it's mean. But I, I too, get upset. Yes. And it does get to me. And for the rest of my career, it will never not get to me. Like, I don't let most of the things get to me. But I'm human, you know. And it does, you know, it does bother me these things do bother me and then you know you just got to deal with with what it is you know you know you you put stuff on social media you leave yourself open to have people's opinion but at the end of the day the reason i got my wife a ring is because i wanted her to have it and whether people on social media understand that because i lost my other one well even if you didn't lose your other one <laughs> i still would have got you that whether they understand that or not doesn't really matter i wanted you to have a new ring I wanted it to be on your finger. I wanted you to be like, man, that's my man. I love it. That is my boo. Every time you look down, I want you to be like, this man, you know, he may have to travel. I may miss him. I may, you know, he may be gone. I got to share his time with people. But here's a token of my appreciation or his appreciation to me. And that's that's why I got it. And I ain't going to lie. I put it on the ground because I want people to know, like, I always shout my wife out. I want people to know real love exists. Black love exists. You know, yeah. everybody ain't out here cheating. Everybody ain't out here, you know, doing things like that. So I take as many opportunities as I can to, like, show people that it's not all doom and gloom. In marriage, you can be young and saved and married and have a good time. It's not all, you know, because social media will make you think there's That's nothing true. but cheating and, that like, so ridiculous ridiculousness in marriages. You know, everybody's faking it and cheating and caught up in scandal and all that stuff and i you know i try to publicly talk about you often and toward internet models away so people with booty on the seat pictures don't be coming i want to remind people early and often i'm happily married don't even come over here with that don't come this way don't come don't even come don't hop in my dms unless you asking me where the ticket links is at <laughs> you know what i'm saying so so you know i guess that's really all i wanted to say about it this I just, was a rant this was a rant i mean Listen, you listen to this podcast, we just be talking. Mm -hmm. You ain't always going to have no world, you know, world changing um, thoughts. But, you know, we get to talk more at length about what we feel and, and, you know, 
And if you have the time to sit and listen or watch, then you'll know. If you don't, you don't care, you won't, you know? <laughs> but this is the Love Hour podcast, and we forgot to talk about the Love Hour tour. We can do it now. Love Hour tour. This podcast is brought to you by the Love Hour tour, sponsored by Kev on stage and Miss Kev on stage. <laughs> We've saved the money to do this. Uh, we're going on tour starting in January 2017, where we'll talk about love and relationships and marriage. January. Yeah, the first Rancho. Oh, yes. Yeah, Rancho, January 26th. You can get tickets, kevonstage.com. Um, and we're doing a comedy show as well. And you can buy the shirt Melissa has on. This is the extra hoodie. I left mine at home because I was hot. But you can buy merchandise. Um, you can still donate to the documentary if you'd love to. <laughs> the link is on my social media. It's pinned on my Facebook and uh, Instagram and there's a YouTube video. So if you want to find it, you can always email me if you need the link. Because if you're listening to this podcast way late, it won't be pinned. So if you want to donate to it, you can always email me, Kevin at KevonStage.com. And we appreciate you for listening. Do you have any final thoughts? Um.